Good morning. Good afternoon, Richmond. It's 12 noon, and I'm AWA. This is the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. And you're tuning in here on a Wednesday, November 22nd, to a very special edition of AWAD on the road once again, and this time live from Disney World. I'm here covering the ESPN Events Invitational that features both VCU and Virginia Tech that begins tomorrow. There's a lot to get to on the show today, of course. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and I would like to take calls on what the audience thinks is the perfect turkey day plate. Of course, it's 833-804-0910. We've got three games to cover for the NFL tomorrow, plus the first ever Black Friday NFL game. But we'll be talking a ton of college sports on the show today. It's rivalry week in college football this Saturday, Virginia Tech at UVA. And it's tournament week in college basketball. The multi-team event season has begun. There was a ton of good games yesterday, and the event that I'm going to begins tomorrow. But but first, we begin by catching you up on anything you might have missed around the sports world, or should I say anything I might have missed last night while I was taking two flights from Richmond to Charlotte, and then Charlotte to Orlando, where I arrived here just after midnight, but I'm broadcasting live from Kitty O'Shea's on a beautiful day here in Orlando, sitting out on the patio, got like a, a little pond next to me. It looks great and uh, just a great place to be here. And you know how we like to start the show with the sports app. Here it is, everybody. Sports app. Clearly, this is the future. Stats, scores, highlights. Whoa, 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 are you serious? Wi-Fi plus 3G, 64K. This one, this one. The sports app. And we begin in the NBA as the in-season tournament began this season for the first time, and the Los Angeles Lakers went 4-0 in group play to make it into the in-season tournament quarterfinal yesterday as the Lakers defeated the Jazz blowout fashion, 131-99. to LeBron James with this mega dunk assisted by D'Angelo Russell in the third quarter of the Lakers win. Here's the call on ESPN LA. Here's Russell. Throws it to LeBron on the left baseline. LeBron drives baseline and dunks it. How do you forget about LeBron James if you're the Jazz? Well, they didn't. He just faked him out. He thought he was going to go towards the center court, but he went baseline instead. Now, I am a known LeBron hater for the time that he spent in Cleveland destroying my Washington Wizards, but I do have a newfound respect for him after I watched his documentary uh, a few months ago. And LeBron James, I've watched his entire career uh, since he got drafted out of high school, went to Cleveland, then to Miami, then back to Cleveland, now to L.A. Well, yesterday he became the first NBA player in the history of the league to reach 39,000 career points. Here's Lakers head coach Darvin Ham talking about LeBron James and his huge accomplishment. I thought our guys came out with unbelievable energy, um, effort, you know, getting stops and running the other way. And that's the other thing that was really, really impressive is just the pace in which we play with. And the Lakers go 4-0 in group play to advance to the season tournament quarterfinals. Eight teams will advance. Tyrese Halliburton and the Pacers outlast the Hawks yesterday in a wild game. Total points, 309. I'm telling you, we're inching closer to my official prediction. I said before 2025, we're going to have a 400-point NBA game. Because there's just no defense being played at all. It's open three-pointers, 
dunks here, open jump shots. It's made it very difficult for me to follow the league closely this season as it was Buddy Heald who makes this three-point shot in the fourth quarter as the Pacers go on to defeat the Hawks by the crazy final score, 157 to 152. Here's the call on 1070, the fan. Across the timeline, Hamilton, edge of the arc, right side of the floor, gives it up to Heald. Heald against Bogdanovich, a contested three, and he hit another one. This from way out on the left edge. Heald with four threes in the quarter. Let's move over to the NFL here on the Sports App. And like I mentioned, three games on Thursday for Thanksgiving. While you're sitting at home feasting, we can all watch the Detroit Lions against the Green Bay Packers. I think Detroit's going to cruise to victory in that one. That's at 1230. Commanders, Cowboys, I hate to say it, but I just feel like Dallas is going to stomp all over my skins. They don't want to play for Ron Rivera. We're on Ron Rivera watch, hoping that he will be fired on Black Friday. And then the night game is the Niners against the Seahawks. That's a great divisional rivalry game. Uh, but big news in the NFL. So Zach Wilson was benched yesterday. Stubb, what was the guy's name that they benched him for? Like Tim Boyle or something like that? I Some think you weird got it. guy nobody would ever heard of. And he, he played at UConn and had more interceptions than touchdowns in his college career. But he's going to get the opportunity to start for the Jets this weekend. And it was exactly one year ago that the Jets benched Zach Wilson for the first time. But this time he's benched. He says it's different. He goes, quote, I don't think I was scapegoated. Absolutely not. You've got to look at the situation. We're not scoring touchdowns. Regardless of what I'm doing, my job as a quarterback is to help us score points. I can sit here and say I've had a bunch of growth and tremendous whatever this year, but you're not scoring touchdowns. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't, and I get that as Wilson was benched once again. Also yesterday, the Colts wave all-pro linebacker Shaq Leonard in a surprise move. Shaq Leonard told reporters it was the biggest surprise of his career as this guy was an all-pro, I mean a, a superstar linebacker in the NFL for a long time and had seen a drop in his playing time this season. Colts decide we don't want the headache anymore. They wave him. We'll see where he gets picked up. And we mentioned this yesterday. Steelers' struggles on offense led to offensive coordinator Matt Canada being fired. Steeler Nation got what they wanted. They've been coming for Matt Canada all season as the offense has been pathetic. I think it's partially Matt Canada's fault, but also Kenny Pickett, who can't seem to throw a touchdown pass this season. He's Steelers. Here's Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin speaking with the media after the team announced the firing of offense coordinator Matt Canada. Just rest assured um, that this decision was not taken lightly. I got a lot of respect uh, for Matt personally and professionally. It was not easy, um, but I thought it was necessary. Um, this is a result-oriented business, and to be short, um, the improvements were not rapid enough or consistent enough um, for us to proceed. Let's move over to college basketball here on the Sports App. So Shaka Smart was making headlines yesterday for his Marquette Golden Eagles as Two nights ago, they defeated UCLA at the buzzer thanks to Sean Jones' three-point shot, 71-69. to Last night, they defeated number one seed in college hoops right now, Kansas, 73-59. to 
It was Ben Gold hitting this three-point shot assisted by Sean Jones early in the second half as Marquette would go on to win. Here's the call on Learfield. Jones, slow dribble. Sean Jones, Kolick getting the breather. Gold, he'll try the quick three. Good! Oh, baby, is that huge! Oh, baby, is that big! Yeah, I don't think Dick Dickinson didn't read the scouting report on Ben Gold, clearly. And the lead for Marquette is 12. Big shot and big win for Shaka Smart. Marquette will take on the number two seed, Purdue, and seven-foot sensation Zach Eady for the tournament championship. That's today at 5 p.m. You can watch it on ESPN as Marquette will be the first team since Loyola Chicago back in 1972 to play the number one and two seed in the AP Top 25 on consecutive days and the 10th team overall to do so. Lastly, here on the Sports App, college football playoffs. The top four was announced. Slight surprise with Florida State falling to number five, but you got to understand that, losing quarterback Jordan Travis for the season with that devastating injury. Uh, his college career, of course, is over. So Georgia at 11-0 is number one. Ohio State 11-0 is number two. They play Michigan this weekend. Michigan also 11-0 is number three. And Washington rounds out the top four. They are also 11-0. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105-1 FM. Phone lines are open throughout the show, 833-804-0910. Mark Schofield will join us to go around the National Football League at 2 p.m. It is a Wednesday, which means Bill Roth will join us for the Cowan Gates Hokies update, talking all things Hokies football and Hokies hoops at 1.30. And it's a Wizards Wednesday, so we'll go around the NBA with Dave Johnson at 12.30. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Welcome back. What up, what up, what up? It's AWOD here on the new Sports Radio 910. The Fan now at 105.1 FM broadcasting live from Kitty O'Shea's here in Orlando, Florida, as I am covering the ESPN Events Invitational that features both VCU and Virginia Tech. And, of course, you can hear every game right here on the new Sports Radio 910. The Fan now 105.1 FM with an extended pregame show this season for VCU basketball before I hand it off to Robbie Robinson and Rodney Ashby. And speaking of VCU, I'm here with a VCU guy. It's Skip from Club D3 Travel with me once again. What's going on? How are you? This is great. You know, you're in Orlando, Florida. What does it feel? How does it feel? I mean, it's... It feels great. Yeah. We're outside here. <laughs> Beautiful weather. Nice day. I'm fired up, man. This is exciting. I mean, you know, uh, VCU always uh, travels well, so I'm sure there's a lot of uh, VCU fans coming to the game. I've got my buddy R Ryan Noonan here. He's uh, also um, a Club D3 travel agent. You know, we based out of Richmond, but uh, we're Disney experts. We have uh, uh, some events that we do down here, and uh, so I'm, I'm spending my time halfway here, halfway in RIC. Well, tell me a little bit about this place that we're broadcasting from, Kitty O'Shea's. Seems to be the place to be uh, for sports fans. Yeah, especially at night. Uh, this, you know, this is where people come for sports. It's a Buffalo Bills bar. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ray, the owner, does a, uh, has a really big crowd here. This place is open until 2 a.m. in the morning. Also, a lot of people that work at Disney and Universal, they come here uh, late night uh, after their shifts and to drink Jameson shots, Yeah, which you'll be doing with them. Uh, I have an itinerary for you. Oh, I love of that. Of all the things you're going to be doing. But uh, it's, 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 a, it's, a great, it's a great youthful bar, well, a, a true sports bar. I love that. And so I'm so excited for this tournament. I mean, it's a great group of teams. So, 
course, VCU and Virginia Tech. We've got FAU, who was in the Final Four last year. Penn State, new head coach, Mike Rhodes. And I just saw, I just saw online, he's calling them Happy Valley Havoc now. Oh, I mean, does no. that piss you he's, off? He stole he's it. He's stealing havoc from us. And he didn't have havoc before then. No, that was a shocker thing. That's a shocker thing. That's that's wrong. That's wrong. Uh, honestly, we, we might have to sue him. We might yeah, have to take him did down. Did we trademark that? Did, did anybody find <laughs> out? I thought we, we did trademark <laughs> it. We have the Havoc Collective. I don't know. Maybe they're not putting it on T-shirts. Maybe it's just a social media bit. But when I saw that post, I was like, oh, I hope we play Penn State. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and I think we have to go to the uh, championship to play them on Sunday. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there will be games Thursday, Friday, Saturday's an off day, and then Sunday the championship. So what have you got planned for AWOD? Let's talk through the AWOD itinerary. Here. Absolutely. So today after your show, we have uh, some uh, some water aerobics with, with mimosas, <laughs> unlimited okay. mimosas. Uh, that's happening at the Lido Deck Pool over at uh, Disney Springs. And then uh, tomorrow morning, you've got more water aerobics, but this is with Bloody Marys the next day. <laughs> Uh, we've got a singles uh, bar crawl yes. with all the single members of my group. We've got about 83,000 members. And so we're doing a singles bar crawl. That's actually happening. You tell me there's going to be 83,000 single girls? No, 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 no. <laughs> we only expect half to show up. Isn't that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. About half is going to show probably. So only about 40,000. <laughs> are, they, are they into DJs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They love uh, radio show hosts. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Uh, especially from D.C. But uh, no, then uh, we also have a another bar crawl for you on on Saturday, and uh, that's uh, the Friendsgiving where uh, Ryan here is hosting it for charity. Absolutely. So we are going to be gathering some supplies for the school that I work at, our food bank. Um, we're going to be gathering some supplies and materials to help sustain that food bank and uh, provide some resources and food and meals for kids who are a uh, little bit less you know fortunate than That's others awesome. and we don't want anybody to be uh, going through the holidays hungry yeah. so um, we got to take care of them and that's uh that's the whole idea behind this Friendsgiving crawl. Then Skip kind of let me take it over. He was generous enough to let me take it over. And we're going to have people bring non-perishable items. We're going to have people bring gift cards. People can donate directly on the Amazon list if they can't make it with us. So we're hoping for lots and lots and lots of uh, items and things that we can pass out. That's awesome. So we're going to be taking care of the hungry while you take care of the thirsty. That's right. <laughs> I, I've got the thirsty department down. <laughs> Uh, but uh, what's nice is is uh, it's because of the tournament. Yeah, we're uh, asking all of the members to wear uh, some their college jerseys or college stuff. So I'm I brought wearing, my VCU jersey. You I, saw that? Yeah, I brought my uh, VCU cheerleading outfit because I was a <laughs> cheerleader in the '90s. Uh, you're doing a probably Auburn. He went to Auburn. Yes, I am. War Eagle. So there you go. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's awesome. So I'm staying at Adventura in yeah. Universal Studios. I'm blown away by that place already. I had a terrific breakfast. I mean, the scenes there, you can overlook everything. I mean, it's an awesome spot. That's part of your itinerary because we have a rooftop bar which oh, yeah. uh, which with with a DJ so uh, on the weekend. So that'll be fun. You know, it's nice because uh, you know, traveling down to Orlando is great. Uh, mm-hmm. you have Universal Studios, you have Disney World, uh, the uh, I like some of the resorts uh, at uh, Universal, like Aventura. They also have the Hard Rock Hotel, but Disney's got some fantastic resorts there too. But the, but the best part is is the transportation's included. So if you want to get to uh, City Walk, you just have to hop on a boat. It's right there in your lobby, and you just it's a five minute fun drive. And uh, they have all kinds of nightlife, uh, karaoke bars, Pat O'Brien's, Margaritaville's there. Here at uh, at uh, Disney, you've uh, take uh, the monorail to places, our boats. 
Uh, and then you have Disney, Disney Springs with uh, uh, the Rainforest Cafe, also T-Rex. Also, lots of great spots. And uh, if you go to clubd3travel.com, uh, you can reach out to us so we can help book because we are the Disney experts. And so, you, yeah, you can set up packages all year long. It doesn't matter what holiday it is or what season. Yeah, and not all we're not always going to have a bar crawl, right? Right, our right. Tapes and shots, but no, we'll <laughs> always. But uh, yeah, you, any time of year, it's great for the family. Also, the Disney cruises because the, the Disney Cruise Line uh, sails out just uh, about uh, forty miles from here. Yeah, no, it's going to be a ton of fun this week. And uh, so I was at the hotel late last night, and I was looking through all the you know restaurants and bars in the area. I saw Margaritaville. Yeah, I mean that's going to be epic. It's, it's great, and you know, got I've, I've heard so many things I've never been. Yeah, it's uh, they also have NBC uh, Sports Grill, which mm-hmm. is there. Uh, there's uh, all kinds of re- really fun stuff. Great nightlife. It's open till uh, midnight and uh, two a.m. Yeah, two a.m. So on the weekends, but uh, it's 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 a great spot. And uh, uh, the great thing is, is you don't have to worry about driving back because you can just take the boat. That's awesome. And so we do have three NFL games. Uh, going on tomorrow, and you were telling me you're fired up for Niners against the Seahawks. That's always a close yep. game. It is, and uh, it's a hated in, uh, interdivision rival. You know how you feel about the Cowboys yeah. and the NFC East. Do you do you hate Seattle like as much as I hate Dallas? There are no words to describe how much I hate the Seattle Seahawks, specifically Pete Carroll. Oh, really? I can't stand Pete Carroll <laughs> because he has. There's so many times when he was the head coach at USC. Yeah. And he thought, you know, he he was like better than everybody else. Yeah. Right? He has this big wad of gum in his mouth. He does. <laughs> and then he has this like smirk on his face where he just kind of walks up and down the sideline, like, mm-hmm, I know I'm better than everybody else. And everybody's like, dude, settle down. <laughs> just stop it. So as a Niner fan, I'm kind of programmed to hate the Seahawks already. Yeah. And um, I'm very much looking forward to that being the Thanksgiving night game because I'm going to be battling a food coma. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching my guys. I just got to see them most recently um, here in, J- in Jacksonville, so about two hours north of here. Yeah. Uh, I went with uh, uh, my friend Brittany, and we got to go see them play the Jaguars. They got a, they got a big win that day, right? Great win. Bounced yeah. back after a three-game losing streak. It was a great win. Um, blowout win and uh, Jacksonville sneaky good NFL fan experience especially for a visiting fan like myself yeah sneaky good fan experience the stadium is great the weather was beautiful the people I mean there's going to be some good natured ribbing as there is in most places but uh, the people were great very welcoming and I would go back 100% I go back again that's awesome because that brings up a topic we're going to get to later on the show the NFL um Asked all the players to anonymously vote on certain categories. They came up with the worst stadium and the best stadium. The best stadium was Arrowhead for Kansas City. The worst stadium was MetLife where the Giants play. So I'm going to disagree slightly with the worst stadium. So I don't know if I ever told you this. I don't know if Skip told you this. I'm uh, raised in the Bay Area. Okay. So the Bay Area we had in the 90s, because I'm a 90s kid, we had Candlestick Park. We had the Coliseum in Oakland. Yeah. That's the one where they played on the dirt, right? (laughs) When I tell you that those buildings, yes, absolutely. When I tell you that those buildings should have been condemned 30 (laughs) years ago, I mean every, I mean it with, you you can hear the vitriol in my voice, right? I mean it with every fiber of my being. You have to take the local transit to get to Odaco Coliseum or whatever they call it now. You have to take a. You feel like you have to take a minimum of ten showers every time you leave that coliseum. I, that is by 
far the worst. <laughs> That's I've never awesome. I've met MetLife, so I can't. I can't yeah, no, but I do have a goal uh, of getting to all of the NFL stadiums eventually. The other games on Thanksgiving: Packers, Lions. It's always fun seeing the Packers at Lions play against each other on Thanksgiving, but this year the Lions are expected to win, and I think they will win easily. And then Commanders, Cowboys, and Skip. I've been saying. That's my team. I don't even want to watch them this Thanksgiving. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to uh, be here in Orlando. I could be drinking, hanging out. Why would I want to watch us get blown out by the Cowboys? So, I mean, for the past year, it's been fire Dan Snyder. Now I hear fire, fire Ron, Ron Rivera. Rivera. Yeah. So. We're, we're going from one to one. one. And then it's fire Jack Del Rio. You know? And fire the equipment guy. You know, And then fire the maintenance crew. Just fire anybody and everybody until we start winning some games. It's embarrassing rooting for this team. We just lost to the lousy New York Giants. They have three wins on that the season. Season. That was heartfelt. Three wins on the season. Two of them are against Washington. But, and you being NFC East football fans, yeah. I'm going to take the Stephen A. Smith mentality here. Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys will find a way to mess it up. I hope so. Okay. <laughs> they are. That would, that's the you know, I mean, and, and as Reds, or Commanders fans, you know, as long as we beat Dallas, right. that's our Super Bowl. It usually is, right. and we still yeah. we still have to play them twice this season. Uh, but I'm just so out on the year. I I almost want the Cowboys to win by 30. If Ron Rivera will then get, get fired on Friday, to, you get to talk trash to Cowboy fans, and as NFL fans everywhere can attest, that's half the fun of going to a game. It is, but recently. I would rather beat the Eagles than the Cowboys because they're actually a successful franchise and they've won a Super Bowl. We had a chance this year. They were, they were, we were looking we, good. Twice. Them. Twice. Skip, thanks for setting this up, man. I really Absolutely. appreciate it. So if anyone wants to get in touch. Absolutely. Yeah, go to clubd3travel.com. Uh, you can uh, email me at skip.sheer at clubd3.com. And uh, you've got, remember, at 3.30 you got a massage okay. with uh, Jack Daniel shooters. Okay. Yep, and uh, what was the other thing that we said we were, we're drinking around the world at Epcot? Oh yeah, that Epcot that is Epcot. my favorite thing that, yeah. that I'm gonna do. Um, hydrate, you gonna need it. <laughs> Good luck keeping up with this guy. You got each country. You have to drink a drink, and you have to at least drink a glass of water. All right, there we go. So it's yeah, gonna be a ton of fun. Uh, I highly recommend uh, go to La Cava and get their uh, top shelf margarita, the Dragones Margarita, or their Diablo okay. if you like a spicy one. And then um, shout out to my friend Ileana would always recommend uh, that you go and get an orange slushy from France. Sounds good. Those are great. And then you're, uh, the Violet Sake from Japan as well is Oof. great. Violet? <laughs> violet. The color, like the color. Not not violent. Oh, violent. Violent. Yeah, violent. <laughs> if it was violent, but, I'm out. <laughs> by the time you get to Japan, you might be violent. Yeah, yeah. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, it's a Wizards Wednesday. Dave Johnson joins us next on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. Always available on the go on the free Odyssey app. Download it today and just search 910 Fan. You can hear best play-by-play, sports talk, and more. And that includes the Washington Wizards games that can be heard right here on 910 The Fan. It is a Wizards Wednesday, which means it's time to bring in Dave Johnson on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. What's going on, Dave? Hey, we're here in Charlotte. And again, uh, we owe the Hornets. We beat them last time we were here, but they, they beat us at home. So it'd be nice to get a win before Thanksgiving. Absolutely. It's good to have you on, on the fan today. And I feel good about this contest here because the Wizards' one away win is in Charlotte. Yeah, it is. And, and look, this is a Wizards team that uh, 
Uh, it's had a tough schedule. I'm not making excuses, but it, it's it's a team that it already has challenges. And then you think about, you know, we played the Bucks on, on Monday night, the Knicks, et cetera, uh, and only five uh, home games in the in the month of November. So we knew uh, November was, was going to be a challenge. And, again, scoring uh, remains something the Wizards are more than capable of doing. And, and again, uh, I mentioned scoring because, that's something that is so important in today's NBA when, when if you hold a team to 110 points in today's NBA, that's considered great defense. You know, once upon a time, you know, it was holding teams below 100. But, uh, you know, everything's changed to, to favor uh, offense. So you have to have offense. So the Wizards clearly have that. It's, you know, it's, it's can they do enough to, to have more offense than the other team? And that means getting a few more stops, getting a few more rebounds. And, uh, it, that's the other thing that when we talk about, uh, you know, getting better and, and it, it's, it's not a dramatic thing. The Wizards are not going to overnight uh, become one of the best rebounding teams in the league. But uh, NBA basketball is about can you be better for four possessions a game on defense? And that, and that can swing it. So it's, it's, yeah, we talk about, you know, being consistent for 48 minutes and et cetera, et cetera. But you, you really have to look at it micro. If, if the Wizards – you know, are better four possessions a game. That's, you know, potentially eight points on the, I'm talking about on defense now that, that they're better. And that swings an NBA game from a win to a loss or a loss to a win. And you can hear Dave on the call tonight for wizards at Charlotte right here on nine ten the fan for the radio party. But Dave, I wanted to go around the NBA and it took almost four decades, but the NBA has a new all time scoring champion. LeBron James passes Kareem, for the NBA scoring record, first to ever surpass 39,000 career points. Now, Dave, I am a known LeBron James hater, and, and you know better than anyone, it's because of the way he beat the Washington Wizards when I think we were at our best in the past 20 years with Gilbert, Karan, and Antoine. Do you think LeBron traveled on, on the baseline, Dave? Because I, I just always remember that play. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, uh, he did in my mind, and, and you know, I... <laughs> didn't like him, even though you know he didn't get a technical for anything. But I still didn't like him talking to Gilbert Arenas, you know, at at the foul line in that that critical moment because, uh, you know, to me LeBron's a, a great enough player that he doesn't need you know gamesmanship. But you know, again, that's also uh, I'm looking at it through a, a Wizards uh, prism, um, and and that that I think you know you summed it up best is uh, uh, you look at. It, you you asked the Utah Jazz, and I'm, I'm bringing this up because you know they couldn't get through Michael Jordan and, and the Chicago Bulls. Or uh, so I think the Wizards. When you look at that period of time, the teams of Gilbert Arenas, Antoine Jamison, Karan Butler, throw in Larry Hughes, you know, it really felt like we were building something. But then, unfortunately, that coincided with LeBron's rise, uh, and you know, they they fair enough, they got the best of us uh, in the playoffs. If there was no LeBron James at that time uh, it would have been a different story, maybe that you know. But that's but that's not the way it works in in sports. And and uh, but you know, I think that also always, as much as you tip your hat to what a great player he is, et cetera, uh, it will always also you know color your feelings uh, about LeBron James in terms of not that you don't respect his greatness, but you know, boy, is it frustrating that uh, uh, his Cleveland Cavaliers got the better of the Wizards, you know. Uh, in the playoffs, and and there were some great playoff series uh, with the Wizards. I want to say, you know, the one 
it's it like, you know, as, as uh, I still remember Antonio Daniels, the Wizards, you know, saying that, you know, I think they lost all four games in that seven-game series where it came down to one possession. And, and uh, as Antonio Daniels says, you might not have four in an entire season uh, that come down like that. And, and instead the Wizards had four losses that, that um, you know, came down like that in one series. Yeah, no, I love that point, though. Ask Utah fans what they think of Michael Jordan. They probably hate him, probably think he sucks. But with LeBron, I do have a newfound respect for him after seeing his documentary and the fact that he keeps lasting in this league. And it seems like he's not getting worse. In fact, he's kind of getting better uh, by having a better basketball IQ. And he's quietly been one of the best passers in the league for the past 15 years. Uh, you know, What do you think about this record, 39,000 career points? Well, and that's just it. I mean, again, it's, it's, you know, as, as we just talked about, as, as the fan party, you can get frustrated and say, ah, but yeah, it's nothing but, but respect because uh, to do what he's done for as long as he's done it and, and, and uh, to what you ha- the commitment you have to make uh, to take care of your body, um, uh, you know, to, you know, is, is, as good as he is, you know, that defenses are smart and they're always going to constantly adjust and, uh, you know, make life harder on him. And, and yet he is always adjusted. So, uh, it, again, it's, it's nothing but respect because, you know, he's put in the work and, and it's to, to do what he's done um, for that period of time with that consistency and to continue to do it is, is, um, you know, nothing short of, I don't know, uh, looking for the word. I mean, you want to use the word amazing or whatever, but it's, it's just hard work. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's not some magic. Uh, yes, he's, he's a God-given, you know, he's got some God-given physical talents, but he matched those God-given physical talents with, with basketball. I mean, he's got the skills, as you mentioned, of a guard, but he can act like a power forward and, um, you know, in this this positionless NBA, he certainly has been a big part of that that period of time in this era. Dave Johnson with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. You can hear him on the call for the Wizards game at Charlotte tonight, the radio party. And speaking of the Washington Wizards, the bright spot this season has been the play of rookie Bilal Koulibaly uh, coming off a game in which he had 12 points, three rebounds, two steals, uh, an assist. And that's the thing, Dave. It feels like every game when you look at the box score – he just fills it up in all the different categories. That's just it. I mean, and again, it, it, it points or uh, different numbers are going to fluctuate, and, you know, because, again, he's coming off the bench. It's not, you know, uh, but as I said to somebody from the word go, he is just he's just playing well. And his demeanor doesn't change. It doesn't matter if he, you know, if he dunks the ball, he's not going to go into a crazy celebration. If he has a turnover, he's not going to pout. Um, if he makes a mistake, I, mean, I say that because I can't think of the last time I saw him turn it over. So he just, for 19 years old, uh, and I understand he's he's played professional basketball, but he's not played professional basketball in the NBA. And there's a huge difference whether it's a, a league in Europe or whether it's, you're jumping from from college. And and uh, what what excites me is just that. Yeah, there's just no question with between his smarts and his athletic ability and the fact that he's, you know, only going to get stronger and, uh, you know, who knows, maybe bigger. Um, uh, boy, the Wizards really hit on this one. Dave, always appreciate you taking the time, man. Any uh, advice or suggestions for things I should do while I'm here in Orlando? 
You know, <laughs> I tell you what, it's funny. I'll be in Orlando next week for we have, we have two games uh, next week, but it, it's uh, uh, it, it's a it's a great town, and and uh, it, you know, there's uh, I guess there's Church Street still rock. I'm trying to remember that area down there. But where are you out by Disney? Or are you out downtown? I'm I'm right by Disney. Yeah, I, I'm gonna head to Margaritaville later. <laughs> Very well. You'll be fine. You'll be. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be awesome, Dave. Thanks so much for the time. Take care. Yep, you're listening to AWOD Radio here on the New Sports Radio 910, The Fan. Now at 105 One FM. Phone lines are open. 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. Have you been on an airplane recently? Have you been to an airport recently? There's something at airports right now that is driving me crazy. It's not TSA checking the inside and the outside of my pants and, you know, feeling me up all over the place, but I am going to explain the airport craziness that I dealt with in my travel yesterday. Coming up next. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, broadcasting live from Kitty O'Shea's here in Orlando, Florida, the place to be for sports fans. We've got happy hour every day from 2 to 7, so you know the final hour of the show is going to be a little bit rocky as they've got all these great drinks, ciders, IPAs, Irish classics, and more. If you're in town for the tournament, come on by. And grab a beer with me as, uh, Stubb, you know I am very afraid of airports and flying and planes. And I was getting anxious and having anxiety the whole week leading up to yesterday, my travel day. And I've got to tell you guys about the airport craziness. Stubb, you, you know that I was I was freaking out, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. you could kind of tell. I could tell you were nervous when I left for the day about, yeah. about I was, doing I this. was very nervous. Got through... You know, got to the airport easily, got my, you know, went to Expedia, then American Airlines, got through that, you know, hoopla really easily, got through TSA, made me take my shoes off, fine with that. Um, you know, that all part was easy. Then I get to the gate and I'm chilling, all right, and I have a seat and I'm charging my phone. And I could not believe what took place. Not just one person, but seven or eight people on FaceTime, on their phone, out loud, no headset, no AirPods, just having full conversations with people in front of an airport filled with people. Like, do we just not care anymore? Is that what we do as a society? We just talk out loud like clowns like that? I couldn't believe it. This one lady was telling her whole life story, all, all the you know sexual hookups she had, and she was not an attractive lady, so I was not into hearing about those escapades. There was another lady that um, went to University of Richmond, and she was doing some kind of a homework assignment. Who gives out homework over Thanksgiving weekend? Of course the spiders do, right, Stub? Of course the spiders do. But her and her friend on, Facebook, on FaceTime were just going through the whole uh, question one by one, sharing answers and stuff. So loud, so loud. No AirPods, no nothing. And I just, I don't get it, Stub. Did you deal with that at the airport? Yes, and I think that the airport is truly a magical place that we have here <laughs> in this world because it is like a, it is a true neutral zone of people. It, it, it is. It is the only it's... place in the world where so many people are forced to be without a common interest. 
Yeah, no, that's a good point. And, uh, you know, I'm nervous, so I didn't have a drink, but I, I was blown away by at the Charlotte airport. I mean, the bar was popping. It wasn't even any big sports games on, but people were just, you know, pulling back, throwing back drinks left and right. And so then there was this one lady. So the craziness of the two first ladies were at the Richmond airport. Then I get to Charlotte, and I had a 45-minute layover before the trip uh, to Orlando. And so this one lady's doing the same thing. And, of course – the first thing I did was find the charging outlet, right? And so there's these three, um, you know, bar stools, basically. I'm sitting there, put my bag down. I'm charging my phone, charging my AirPods, so I have something to listen to on the plane. And this lady is going on and on with her friend about how cute her baby is, and she's screaming out loud. And she's wearing this unbelievable outfit where it was like an all-pink, like, like uh, jumpsuit. And it was just wild. So she's talking out loud. Everyone's looking and laughing at her and, like, making faces. And then she finally ends her FaceTime call. The first thing she does is turn around, and she sees a cute little baby, walks right up to him, has no idea who the family is. It was an Indian family. She was a, a white woman. And she goes, can I please hold your baby? <laughs> And before they even answer yes, she leans down and tries to pick up the baby. And the woman's like, no, you can't touch my baby. Just leave him alone. And she's like, no, but my sister has five kids. I'm really good with babies. I'm like, what the hell is going on at this airport? It's, I couldn't it's believe so it. It's so awesome. It's just the you, weirdest You think people. it's awesome? I think it's no. so funny. <laughs> oh. All right, so I, those two things were my biggest complaints. And then another complaint. All right, the, air, the airplane lands, all right, and then, of course, you got a taxi for 30 minutes. Drives me crazy. But the, a couple a couple men and women stand up as soon as the plane lands, and I guess they didn't have any bags in the overheads. They just start sprinting up to the front of the plane while we're still taxiing so they could be the first off. Oh, Nobody has etiquette that's anymore. Up. Right? Where are your ethics? I mean, I couldn't believe it. I'm so frustrated. And then the last thing I want to complain about with airplanes is just turbulence. Right? Is there anything worse on this planet than turbulence? I'd, I'd rather have shingles every day for the rest of my life than deal with turbulence. I, I, I hate the the big jolt left and right and up and down. My stomach twists and turns. And um, maybe, I mean, I just hate flying. So I, I have the anxiety from thinking, oh, man, this is going to be the last flight of my life. But I also get, like, motion sickness from going up and down and up and down. I was miserable on that airplane. I'm, I'm sweating. My hands are a mess. I, I've got a runny nose. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel bad for the people sitting next to me. And so I was just so miserable. But yet... I'm so happy to be here in Orlando, Stub. I, I think the turbulence is kind of fun. It's like you're on like oh a little my roller goodness. coaster. You are, you are a crazy <laughs> I, person. I love the whole airplane airport experience. It's really? one of my favorite. It's, you, it's just, I like to watch people. Yeah, you're and, a people watcher. You really are. Watcher. You're a silent guy who's going to sit there, not even sipping some coffee, just just a regular bottle of water. No, no, I got to stare at people. I got my ginger ale and my pretzels <laughs> okay. that I get on the plane every time. And yep. it's just like you get to watch people at their worst. Just ignore all etiquette in the in the whole world and just admire. I don't know. I, I will say Love the it. turbulence was uh, – I was able to handle it because somebody got me hip to the – Jello theory. Have you heard of the airplane Jello theory? No, stuff? this is new to me. So you take a piece, uh, like a you know one of those Jellos that you ate when you were a kid, the green or the orange or the or the red, yeah, right. And you stick like a little piece of paper balled up into the middle of it, and that's supposed to represent the airplane. And so you shake the Jello, and you'll notice that the piece of paper stays right in the middle. And so basically, what they're saying is, when you're in an airplane, there's pressure from all four sides 
going up, going down, going left, and going right. So even when the plane shakes left and right, it's not going to just magically fall down because of turbulence. And so I was closing my eyes, just picturing <laughs> Jello <laughs> with with a little napkin inside of it. And every time there was a little bit of turbulence, I'm like, I'm just a little piece of paper. Just a little <laughs> piece of paper in a giant airplane of Jello. I'm going to be okay. I thought I'm going to be okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking you myself had, through it. You had like a cup of Jello in front of you to no. help yourself calm <laughs> no. down. No. No. Uh, but I made it through. I made it through. I've never been, I don't know, I've never had a fear of it. I know the stats. You know, it's it's. it's fine. I know the stats. Of, I know the stats of a lot of things. I know the stats of <laughs> shark attacks. I'm still scared to get in the water. Oh, right? dude, sharks are great. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> See, that's why that's why we work together well because the opposites attract. And uh, yeah, we don't we don't we don't like the same things. That's that's for sure. Uh, so all right. So what do you think is up with my theory about people talking out loud on FaceTime at an airport? Like, I, what is up with that? You you go to an airport and and it's just. And everyone just kind of makes like it's the worst thing for so many yeah. people. Like they hate going there, so right. they just like pretend it's their living room to get yeah. some level of comfort. You got people taking off their shoes. You have people. Oh yeah, that was another on, one. Yep. You got people laying down on the public s- seats. Like even when people need stuff, it, yep. it no people will prioritize their own comfort at an airport over anyone else's every single time. Yeah. No. It's it is. You're right. It is the craziest. It's the craziest place on earth. And it's it awesome. Really is. I love it. Yeah, I can't stand it. If I have to hear, hear another person talk about, uh, I mean, their hookups while they're 300 pounds and, and just so unattractive, I'm going to vomit. Oh my. I, I'm bored. I want to know what the people loud? are talking about. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm tuning so in. She was so loud. She was so loud. I and there and there are other people too, you know, just everyone on FaceTime. And I'm like, you know, I barely even FaceTime when I'm at home. What's so cool about FaceTiming at an airport? It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm I'm lost. And I can't believe that that's what I witnessed at the airport. The lady on FaceTime for 30 minutes and then going to pick up a random baby for no reason. <laughs> it Do doesn't you, make any sense. <laughs> Do you have a worst uh, story that's ever happened to you at an airport or on an airplane? No. Do you? Yeah. Oh my. Oh, we were taken off once. Waiting yeah. for takeoff. We were getting there, and there was right in front of us. There was a screaming kid and a mop, uh-huh. and this kid just kept unbuckling their seatbelt, <laughs> so we couldn't take off because the kid would scream and take off the seatbelt every time. It took an hour for this mom to get the kid to keep the seatbelt on so we could take off, and the kid was screaming the whole time. Ugh. We were like, just hold it down. <laughs> Yeah, the I blame three. Just hold the seat. I blame belt iPads. I, I I blame iPads. Every kid oh, now is an iPad baby, and uh, there were a million iPads at the airport. I, I, I squeaked it. out just in time to avoid being an iPad kid. All right, I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, broadcasting live from Kitty O'Shea's here in Orlando, Florida, and they are known for their buffalo wings, and they just served me some. So I'm going to take a quick break to eat up. And we'll be right back with the Richmond Commander coming up next.